Hello, and welcome to the Horror Review, where we rate, analyze, and review our favorite horror movies, TV series, and subgenres. At the end of each episode, we'll also give a rating via our Scare-O-Meter. I'm Tasha. And I'm Julia. And on today's episode, we are doing a cult classic, the 1987 American horror comedy film directed by Sam Raimi, Evil Dead 2. Dead by Dawn is that the extended title? I think that yeah, is. Yeah, I think yeah, it Dead is by the Dead yeah. by Dawn. Um I had never seen this movie, so we've got lots to talk about with Definitely. this one. Definitely. And we're not we're not starting with The Evil Dead because they're kind of the same movie and we'll get into we'll that get more, into that. but, but yes, we'll talk about with... both, but the the main um critique will be on Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. Yes. Yeah. All right, so I will start us off with a plot synopsis. Mm -hmm. Ash Williams and his girlfriend Linda take a romantic vacation to a seemingly abandoned cabin in the woods. While in the cabin, Ash plays a tape of archaeologist Raymond Noby. Kenobi? Noby? Whatever. I'd say Noby. Noby. Okay. Uh, The cabin's previous inhabitant reciting passages from Book of the Dead, Necronomicon, Ex Mortis. There we go. Um, which he has discovered during an archaeological dig. The recorded incantation unleashes an evil force, also known as the Kandarian demon, that kills and later possesses Linda, turning her into a deadite. Ash is then forced to decapitate her with a shovel and bury her in a shallow grave near the cabin. At dawn, evil... and the evil force throws Ash through the woods. He briefly becomes possessed by the demon, but when day breaks, he is inexplicably returned to normal. It really is inexplicably, too. I know. Like, there's no... Well, he's standing there, and then he kind of screams a bit, and then the sun comes up, and then he screams a little bit more, and then suddenly he's... There's a lot of kind of unexplained things in this film. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he attempts to flee the area, but finds that the bridge to the cabin has been destroyed. The spirit chases him back to the cabin where Linda's revived head attacks him and bites his hand. He (laughs) runs to the shed where her headless body attacks him with a chainsaw, but he overpowers and slashes the deadite Linda to death. His right hand becomes possessed and tries to kill him, and he severs it with the chainsaw before attempting to shoot it with a shotgun. (laughs) But the hand mocks him and ultimately escapes. (laughs) Meanwhile, Noby's daughter, Annie, and her research partner, Ed Getley, return from the dig with the missing pages of the Necromicon. Necronomicon. Oh my god, I can say this word. Think like necromancy. Yes. Thank you. Necronomicon. Only to find the destroyed bridge. They enlist repairman Jake and his girlfriend, Bobby Joe, to show them another route to the cabin, where they find an embattled ash covered in blood. Thinking that he murdered Annie's parents, Annie and the others lock him in the cellar. Uh, The four new arrivals listen to the rest of Noby's recording, detailing how his wife Henrietta was possessed by the Kandarian demon and that he killed her and buried her in the cellar. Henrietta, now a deadite, possesses Ed. (laughs) Ash dismembers him with an axe. Bobby Joe tries to escape, but demonically possesses... Oh, sorry. Demonically possessed trees attack and drag her to her death Mm -hmm. annie translates two of the necronomicon's pages before jake turns on them and throws the pages into the cellar forcing them at gunpoint to find bobby joe ash becomes possessed once again and attacks jake (laughs) annie retreats to the cabin and accidentally stabs jake mistaking him for the possessed ash before henrietta kills him 
Deadite Ash tries to kill Annie, but returns to his normal self again magically Mm -hmm. upon seeing Linda's necklace. Mm -hmm. With Annie's help, Ash modifies the chainsaw. (laughs) Oh my god, this scene is ridiculous. (laughs) Attaches it to the stump of his right arm and cuts the shotgun's barrel. I think that's one of the most famous scenes of the film. It's gotta be. Yeah. Um, After finding the missing pages of the Necronomicon in the cellar, Ash kills Henrietta. The trees outside begin to destroy the cabin. Annie reveals that she has only read the first half of the incantation and attempts to finish the second half. As she reads it, Ash's severed hand uses a Kandarian (laughs) dagger to stab her in the back. She manages to complete the incantation before succumbing to her wound. The incantation opens up a whirling temporal vortex, which not only draws in the demon, but also Ash and his Oldsmobile Delta 88. (laughs) Ash and his Oldsmobile land in the Middle Ages. A group of knights confront him and initially mistake him for a deadite, but are quickly distracted when a real harpy-like deadite appears. Ash blasts it with a shotgun, and they hail him as a hero who has come to save them, causing him to break down and scream in anguish. (laughs) And that is the end end. of Evil Dead Mm 2. To be continued. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This movie. It is just a cluster. Oh, my God. I don't even know what. It's definitely, I would classify it as more comedy than horror. Yep. But there's I mean, definitely there's a good some, like, especially, yeah, like, Linda's body out there when it's, like, all reanimated and the, the weird dance stop motion the... kind of yes. dancing. Like, there are some really cool, um, like, techniques that Sam Raimi used totally. um, and really cool visual effects that were kind of used in this movie to achieve some of those i think harder special effects to do in 1987 yeah um yes it's just so but it's just it's just fun it's a really fun it's so much fun wacky movie it's just bruce campbell screaming a lot and his one-liners are just they're not i didn't i didn't notice them as much in evil dead 2 but I mean, I find them, but there less... are still quite a few. They're they're good. I really like them in Evil Dead too. Yes, because I like them more in Evil Dead. Yeah, too. they're they understated. Felt, they they're... felt less like forced. Yes, exactly. Um, I know he did do some improvising. The whole scene with him in the kitchen with his hand that was fully Bruce Campbell just improvising with the hand. Was it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That was an improvised scene. So like, it just felt a little bit more. I don't know. It left a little bit more up to like him to kind of really feel his character whereas i feel maybe other evil dead movies were a, a little, little more. forced with some of the one-liners and stuff right mm-hmm. um yeah i mean so the evil dead the first <laughs> movie um basically it's him his girlfriend and a few other friends at the cabin and it kind of like it's the same story mm-hmm. but in Evil Dead 2, they basically shrink it down to just him and his girlfriend at the cabin, yeah. recap the story in the first 10 minutes of the film, and then kind of continue on from there. And the reason, like, that that happened is because... Um, so, originally, Evil Dead 2 was supposed to be a sequel. It was supposed to be Evil Dead 2 Army of Darkness, mm. um, which we know Army of Darkness comes later. But they had issue with the rights because of the production company from The Evil Dead. Okay. And then they tried to do Evil Dead 2, but they lost out on another production company that didn't want to do it. And then Stephen King ended up loving the first Evil Dead movie so much <laughs> that he was they basically helped them promote it 
to another distributor. So the rights issue basically ended up causing Evil Dead 2 to be neither a sequel or a remake. Yes. So they kind of recap the first one and then add to the story. Like it's kind of... But what I love about Evil Dead 2 is that I think they really play up the humor. Whereas in The Evil Dead, the humor was kind of accidental. Like it was funny when it wasn't supposed to be kind of... Well, and it was also a much lower... The first Evil Dead was a much lower budget. It was not quite a student film, but kind of on the... Kind of on the verge. Yeah, and you Sam Raimi see... wasn't super known yet for much at all. I don't think. For no, Evil he'd Dead done one. only a few kind of um, smaller scale stuff, but and I don't even think Bruce Campbell. He hadn't done too much at that point either. It was so. like I think they were all kind of like a group of friends, yeah. and they got together to make this movie that Sam Raimi had an idea for. So yeah. it was yeah, not quite student, but it was. <laughs> you know collaborative yeah lower low yeah. low budget so yeah. when, by the time they got it to evil dead 2 they had a proper production company behind them a lot more money yeah and they could make you know maybe the movie that they had set out sort of to make the first time right so the influences the hand you were talking about the hand scene mm-hmm. uh apparently this was influenced by hamburger helper i i read that did you read that yes i did the yeah. little one with the it's got like the red nose yeah. right on it yeah this, like because uh so spiegel is one of the producers i think that worked with sam raimi okay um and he produced a short film called attack of the helping hand <laughs> which is basically a hamburger helper mascot goes on a violent rampage oh my gosh <laughs> so that's where they got the hand like that influence of his hand attacking him and apparently there's a book or a movie or, or, or something you can see it that says attack of the helping hand that's so funny yeah there's lots of easter eggs in the movie which is really fun the other thing is that freddy krueger's glove appears mm. in the work shed when he's in oh there. yeah yes if you notice i did that. notice that yeah. yeah and i was like oh that kind of looks like i remember having that thought and okay it was yeah and then i'm pretty sure i think it's in the evil dead that um, so they've done an homage because apparently in The Hills Have Eyes, there was a torn Jaws poster. So in Evil Dead, they have a torn The Hills Have Eyes oh poster. <laughs> and then apparently Wes Craven got excited about that. And then when you, so they're watching The Evil Dead in Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, oh my gosh. Yeah. Meta. <laughs> or sorry, Evil Dead 2, I think, in Nightmare on Elm Street. That's so funny. I know. That's insane. I know. It's That's just hilarious. like this like, little love fest going on with all the hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, there is a crap ton of blood used in this movie. Oh my like, god. And goo and like so much blood. <laughs> I think up until that point, I'd, it might have been the most blood used at that point. There are movies wow. that have used more since, but it's so much blood. Um, mm-hmm. And the blood recipe that they used was like a caro syrup, which is kind of like a corn syrup. Okay. Um, they used a non-dairy creamer Ugh. and red food coloring to make it, which like- sounds like a horrible combination. And it is. At one point, Bruce Campbell's shirt that he wears in the movie was so completely saturated with this blood that when they left it out to dry um the shirt had become fully solidified oh my god like disgusting (laughs) disgusting and he's like covered in it for most of the movie yeah yeah (laughs) non-dairy creamer why did they add that in there i don't know i don't what was non-dairy creamer in 1987 like i'm kind of terrified of what that would be (laughs) i guess that kind of would have made it 
a bit more edible because like it gets in their mouths mm-hmm. quite a lot so they needed something non-toxic was it um, like because uh, it was 1987 so we want to make sure it's non-toxic what's that, that stuff the like something made uh coffee mate coffee oh mate. coffee mate yeah it's like, probably something that like that like yeah that? it's what a non-dairy it's all chemical <laughs> yeah it's just all chemicals but oh safe God. to ingest chemicals so sure, yeah <laughs> oh yeah God. but just a crazy amount of blood and one sec, how much did they, I found how much they used, how much blood they used. Now I can't find it. Okay, well, this isn't the same one, but Evil Dead Rise oh, used oh. over um, 1,700 gallons. But yeah, a lot of fake blood. Um, yeah. A the, lot of fake blood. And apparently, so it was, this film was controversial because of the amount of violence and mm-hmm. gore in it that mm-hmm. they wanted to give it an X rating. Didn't it come out as like unrated initially? So, yeah, that's yeah. what they were trying to put it through a um, like a production company, and they were basically going to give them an X rating. Mm-hmm. So they ended up distributing it through Rosebud. Okay, and then they and that way they released it as unrated, so they didn't have to because X ratings like back then were yeah they're not going in theaters because they had already promised i think mm-hmm. 300 and some odd theaters that it was going to come out in and they wouldn't have come out if it yeah. was x-rated oh like, yikes yeah yeah <laughs> oh apparently so that we were just talking about the x-rating apparently different colors of blood were used in evil dead 2 to help avoid the x-rating so uh, using like the green goo at one uh, point and using the I other i wondered goos. about that how come it just went from blood yes. to some black goo so apparently like... it was to help avoid the dreaded x-rating so Which when it's by by anyways. implying that it's not blood it's like some other right demonic goo Fluid. versus <laughs> like human blood like it it implied a different thing i guess maybe but <laughs> sure but they ended up but they still ended up having to go unrated because they would have gotten an x rating anyway apparently yeah but anyways oh, yeah. that was one attempt that they took to try and avoid i wonder x rating yeah because yeah, <laughs> there's like some sense. black goo at some point there's the yeah. green, there's goo green goo that splatters and then there's the blood yeah yeah um so sam raimi co-wrote this with his brother as well ted raimi and he had he plays the demonic version of Henrietta. Okay. And apparently they like he likes to play jokes on his <laughs> on his uh cast and things like that. But I don't know if this was purposeful or not, but the suit, the Henrietta suit that he was wearing. Like the the loose the, saggy skin yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently was so hot that Ted Raimi was sweating in there so badly that they had to literally like take cups of sweat out of the suit. It was really gross. That's disgusting. Yeah that's disgusting <laughs> oh my goodness mm-hmm. there's so many i'm sure there's so many more fun facts oh, about know. this movie oh my gosh um and it spawned so many like sequels video games yeah. tv series um there's even like a musical like a what? theatrical musical yes oh my god yes why i don't know <laughs> but it happened it's oh out god. there in the world somewhere um, but yeah, this movie was really, really, really influential. This yes. whole series oh, um, totally. on the horror genre and just these kind of epic, I don't even know what to call them. I mean, these ones are more funny, but they do evolve into much more dark, sinister films as the series kind of. Do they? Yeah. Some of them were like the, have you seen the trailer for the new one? The new one? It's yes, insane. But and then I guess I'm... the 2013 one was pretty 
they used something like 60 60 000 gallons of blood in it it's Jesus. like pretty yeah that was the remake of evil yes. dead right yeah which, yeah. which is uh, not great but no. they yeah but didn't they also do ash evil dead yes where they brought back bruce campbell yes. and it was probably hokey and campy again because yes. it's bruce campbell <laughs> and i think that's the whole that was that, that felt, was that felt like the whole point but yeah, it yeah. really did like it was this no this wasn't the first horror comedy but no it definitely brought a whole new well, I just think like with the level feeling. of, like, blo- it doesn't even really feel like a horror. That's the thing. It's, like, all this crazy stuff is happening yeah. that I think in any other context with any other actor other than Bruce Campbell, this could have been, like, truly terrifying for <laughs> yeah, people. Totally. But it's because it's him, and it's just funny. Well, it's hilarious like, because he starts out as this random guy. Yeah, and then um, suddenly he's just, like... Like, sticking his, like, dismembered hand in ma- a chainsaw. And he can just, like, make a adapter for his hand like yeah. he knows how to do that didn't he work at a grocery store or something i'm pretty sure it was like yeah yeah like a supermarket or something, or something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like where did you where learn? did you get how these skills yeah <laughs> oh my god it's like and aren't you gonna bleed to death by the way because his hand is chopped like he chainsawed his hand off yeah, like that's I mean, he, ra- a... he wrapped it up was, we're not saying anything no, in this movie is plausible nothing makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the point though that is kind of the point it's just fun bloody chaos it kind of it was a little tarantino-esque to me like it reminded me a bit of tarantino movies Mm. where it's like over the top blood and gore but with comedy kind of built in there so it's like the it makes it horror version of that makes it more palatable i guess for viewers but honestly like it's just so it's so over the top that like it's very watchable by even fans who or even for people who aren't fans of the genre totally yeah yeah, so funny. It was so much fun. Um, oh, it's a great, great series, and I had never seen it before, and I'm really happy that this has now started my watching of all of the Evil Dead movies. I can't believe you, like, it's funny. I can't believe you've never seen, because it's such a cult, like. Mm-hmm. Well, just like, my my mom liked horror movies when I was a kid, but this oh, wouldn't okay. have been her cup, this style of, she's more mm-hmm. into, like, a haunted house kind of vibe. So she wouldn't Fair. have watched this with me. My younger brother's definitely not a fan <laughs> of horror movies. My dad hates them. So I'm like, who oh. would I have watched this with growing up? My right. friends were all Chickens. scaredy cats. They got scared <laughs> at, like, my grade nine birthday when we rented um, Edward Scissorhands, and we watched that what? in my basement, and they ran upstairs screaming at that. <laughs> so I had no one to watch this with. <laughs> amazing <laughs> and i feel like yeah to find this at a video store when we were kids i would have had to find it with someone who was like into it it's not something i just right. like rent to bring home and watch by myself oh my god this is a random tangent but <laughs> what was the moment that you knew like you were different when it came to horror movies it was the day that all my friends ran upstairs to edward scissorhands okay. which i was like guys this is not even scary this is a sad love story <laughs> <laughs> So that's so funny because I was like, well, I remember the moment that I also discovered this because we were at a friend's sleepover birthday party watching The Omen, like the original oh, 1970 nice. something, I forget now, um, version of The Omen. And when the that piece of sheet of glass mm-hmm. comes and chops the guy's head off, <laughs> yes. everybody started screaming. I was laughing. And I was just like, nice. oh, I'm the only person laughing. Everybody else started <laughs> screaming. I was like, huh this is interesting yeah and I just remember that moment that was the defining moment yeah. of that's awesome it was my it was my <laughs> was when I, I can't believe Edward Scissorhands when I was nine well we that. were not we were nine 
Yeah, I can. We were young, but they ran upstairs, and then after that, my friends weren't allowed to come sleep over at my house for a couple oh. years. Because of Edward's Edgerton. And I liked to stay up late, and they'd always come home, like, exhausted the next day. <laughs> I just wanted to stay up all night watching horror movies. No one wanted to do it We should have me, been though. friends earlier, clearly. Well, I know. Unfortunately, we didn't meet until university, but yeah. I'm very glad our paths crossed. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it can be creepy together. Yes. Um, should we Ooh. do a scare meter? Sure. Is it time? There's sure, honestly not? the plot of this film. It's quite basic and yeah. it's uh, an hour and 20 minutes. It's a short watch. It really is. I think it's an hour and 20 with like credits. So it's very short. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, we've kind of covered all the, the main points and the plot's very short. There's not much to kind of yeah. dissect here. <laughs> well, okay. So the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. like... Do we ever really discover where it came from or anything? Or no, they don't no. really. There's not a whole lot of plot in there. It's just no. It's just like this hey, ancient thing. They're archaeologists and they yeah. opens up a portal. Yeah. And, well, um, actually, in the first one, it's they don't use the Necronomicon. It's called something else. Actually, in the first one, is I it? just found oh. this. Yeah. It's called. Yeah, the cover looks exactly the same, but yeah. they called it something else. No, yeah, Naturum de, de Monto. I found, I, we found out the exact same time. Um, which it basically means the same thing. It means the Book of Evil instead of Book of the Dead, which Necronomicon uh, kind of translates to. Yeah. So it was Naturum de Monto. Which makes so the, more yeah. sense, yeah. really. Because Book of the Dead just brings up, like, Egyptian Book of the Dead to me. Yes. yeah. Which is mummies. But... <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, um, it has the same cover in the first one to the second one, but they reference it slightly differently. Right. And they went with Necronomicon kind of for the rest because it's probably of it. more flashy. Well, yeah, or... and it was a, I mean, the Necronomicon is like a famous Lovecraft yes, book exactly. as well. So it was like a little bit more well recognized, yeah. I think, by people. Yeah. Fair. Anyways. Okay. Fun fact. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Scarometer. Like a four, five, four, 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 five. <laughs> Is this one out of yeah? This is yeah. Out this of 10, is out right? of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four point five. Four point five. Okay. It's not that scary. It's funny. It's not scary. No, there is a, a lot of a lot of blood and yeah. Goo. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Yeah. I think four. Honestly, it's four because of the blood and gore. Like yeah. it's not. I think there's a little bit of like the 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 stop. The stop. Honestly, <laughs> like I could so see funny. watching that as a kid. That being really creepy. Yes. Actually, yes. If I were smaller, I wouldn't show this to your small children. No. But, like, I could see that I mean, my partner watched that when he was maybe a little too young to watch it. And uh, he was like, yeah, I remember that stop motion scene being really disturbing. Well, especially, yeah. yeah. The stop motion when you're younger yeah. is definitely, like. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so 4.5 for me, 4 Kay. for you. Yeah. And then on the, what's our other thing? jack Jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> This is just how much we enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd just give it like a 3.5. It's solid. Yeah, 3.5. It's not my favorite, I but it's, it's solid. It's Evil Dead. It's a solid watch. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, classic. it's a classic. It's slightly dated, but that's what I think <laughs> makes, <very> it, <laughs> makes it so charming. <laughs> I think that's true. It's like if you're looking for campy yes. hilariousness, it's like the original Cabin in the Woods yeah. style. Like, it's fun. It's ridiculous. It's a good popcorn film especially for people who are a little like it's yeah 
Yeah, if you don't want anything to scare you too bad, but you just want to watch something entertaining. Yes, this is the movie for you. Yeah, I think so. And if you have, you know, if you're into horror, you know, you're you're just wanting to dip your toe into the horror genre. This is a fun one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All yeah, right, that's a great. Yeah. Well, that was Evil Dead too. Yeah. If you enjoyed listening to us and would like to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcast from. If there is a particular film, TV series, book, topic that you'd like to hear us talk about, let us know. We would love to hear your feedback. And you can follow us on Instagram at The Horror Review, and we're also on Facebook now. And yeah, you'll see lots of pictures of the cats on there and other fun other fun things and, you know, clip you know, little stills from movies that we reviewed. So lots of fun stuff. Yep. And we will be joining you again next week with, with a very fun follow up to this yes. movie. That's Stay all tuned. we're going to say. <laughs> Bye.